Yes, the uh, the eternal call has gone out. What have you forgotten now, Daggy, before the show? <laughs> but uh, we're in action here on our YouTube, Spotify. Might be for uh, a limited time. But <laughs> and, uh, wherever else, good podcasts are found. Footy and Frothies, uh, Daggy and Barney with you as always to talk about rugby league. Uh, I was going to say from every angle, but they've stolen that one already, so we can't use that. <laughs> What's happening, bud? Just watch it from my angle. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'll throw all my bias and everything else in there as we go. No, not much, mate. It's um, another one of those mundane weeks where <laughs> the days tick by. Um, said goodbye to the mother-in-law mm. on um, yeah Friday. So interesting, but um, you know it was a lovely send-off for uh, for Gail. And um, weekend was a bit yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of down weekend, but um, and not enough footy for my liking. But we did have the cricket to, to go of off gaps. the back of it. Yeah. So <laughs> I spent I did spend a lot of nights until the early hours of the morning. Sipping on a beverage, watching the cricket. What do you make of the Australia's <laughs> performance? Yeah, yeah, good in parts, but um, yeah, some of their bowling plans towards the lower order of the English batsmen was, yeah, questionable to say the least. Uh, when you're continually bowling short and getting hit to the boundary, you, you probably got to try something else, don't you? Well, it cost themselves the game. Yeah. They gave away sixty to the tail bowling bumpers. And you bowl your spinner um, for two overs in the second dig. Like surely he's you gotta give him at least five or six before you roll him out and tell him to field for the rest of the day. But. Yeah, jury's a bit out on Todd Murphy. Mm. On those decks anyway. Look good in India, but I mean it's hard to be thrown in when you haven't bowled for six months and everything else. But yeah. anyway, yeah, no, I thought there was um some average captaincy at best there. Uh, yeah, there's probably a couple of wickets thrown away as well in the batting innings. Oh, hundred percent. That'd be Shane Smith threw away, you know. Yeah. Probably threw the test away, really. But, yeah, two really even teams and um, two more games to go. Series. So, it's really yeah. been one of the better test series of all time. Really. You have absolutely no idea what's going to happen well, in, the, yeah, people, in the next over, let alone the next session. Well, so. people rave about the 05, including me, rave about the 05 series for the same reason and, and only missing the star power it had back then probably. There's probably a little bit, of skill, um, little bit more skill in both sides back then, but, um, but in not, terms a, of not a lot. closeness of teams, I think this is pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we had got two decent wickets in the first two games, it would have been very interesting. Yeah, it would have been. But how'd you? Um, what'd you make of the weekend? I got my rugby league chaos. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. So. Two games with the one with a fair fair amount, and the other one with a touch of it. So, uh, and I, I, th- I thought every game was fine. I, uh, we'll get to the, we'll get to it all in a minute. I can't can't possibly say t- Tigers were hard done by, but I thought they were unflattered by the scoreline. But we'll get to that. Uh, you can tell me I'm wrong then. Mm-hmm. I probably will. Yeah, well, there we go. But um, <laughs> apart from that, there's, in, you know, there's good, no, like you said, good weekend of footy, but there's lots of gaps, you know, when you don't have your Saturday and your Friday night games. And yeah. What is this? What do you do if you, you know, have to speak to the missus and shit? <laughs> anyway. Um, do housework. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I dodged a lot of that this weekend. Uh, and got to see a, a great UFC card yesterday with a good friend of the show, GT. <coughs> see Volker. Go from strength to strength, so that was good. You heard it was a good day. Uh, so, yeah, good afternoon all around on the Sunday. But uh, in terms of news, I guess the biggest one is that Josh Reynolds is officially retired. Mm. So he's got a farewell at Belmore this week for the New Bulldogs New South Wales Cup team. Uh, great Bulldog servant, New South Wales representative. Played for the Tigers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> turned up. Uh, and he went to England for a little bit. But, um, yeah, the grub... Uh, Definitely was never short of effort, I suppose. Yeah, and um, obviously got his nickname for what he's done on the field, but he's, he'll be long remembered for um, a lot of the stuff he did off the field and and, and fallen on his sword, Real, realistically, to let Toby Sexton back in here. I, I don't know if it's ended up costing him money out of his contract or 
what it is with the last eight games still to go. But um, True, yeah, look, it was uh, only a minimal, <laughs> a minimum yeah. contract anyway. But, but I, uh, I believe, I believe, and I don't quote this. I believe the agreement was you'd end up being involved with the pathways something in the staff along the way, so staffing program. Yeah, probably <laughs> instant transmission. Probably right deserved right. it anyway, uh, realistically. Uh, but um, yeah, I thought it was a, a, gr- a fantastic gesture towards the club. The way that he's, um, yeah, the. Fall on on his sword to let Toby Sexton come in, and he had an impact on the weekend too. He was very good. Mm. Uh, judiciary news: Tane Milne, three games if he contests his challenge. I think there's a three grand fine if he just takes a plea, which I assume is going to happen. You would think so. <laughs> I can't see him getting off that. Yeah. Injury news: uh, Sutton ended up in hospital from the mm. with neck pains in that Saturday night game, but the belief is he'll be fine, so right. uh, he could even play this week. I don't think it was it, because he wasn't officially a HIA, but I assume common sense well, will I doubt they'd let another. him play, but <laughs> we'll see. And I haven't had an update on Sullivan, Little and Paul Turner, who all left the field injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, hamstring, I can't remember why Little left the field. I think Paul Turner would, Paul would Turner have probably been a, pretty happy to leave the field when he, he was going. <laughs> was a, a kidney shot or a whatever happened mm. in the back there. Uh, he was down for a long time. But uh, they're all being monitored. There's no update on any of them. Uh, any other talking points from... Well, Dylan Walker's off for scans on oh, his yes. arm, apparently, yes, after uh, leaving in the second half. And um, uh, Tohu is just Tohu. So he's still just, up. Yeah. He'll just tape himself <laughs> he'll up He'll keep running around bone on bone for the next yeah. eight, eight, to, eight to 12 weeks, yeah. depending on how long they're in the comp. But yeah, he looks he looks seriously inconvenienced every game at different points in the. Well, he still manages insisted on finishing that game. So. There, so. <laughs> How can you not love him? Absolute warrior. My, he's my tribal chief. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, any other? That's it. Not a lot going on this weekend, no, is it? The, the, there was, wasn't really real charges apart from Milne that I can remember. Um, yeah, no. Nah, it, uh, I'm sure there's bumps and bruises along the way, but I can't. I couldn't find any information or anything further. I guess it kicked off Friday night, 36 to 12. Uh, so th- what, what line did you give me? Was it 30 or 36? 30. We'll, mm. call, it, we'll call it even. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, <laughs> I wanted to give you 24, which would have just got me out of jail here, but <laughs> I let you pick your own line and we went with 30. So. What did the stats say? <laughs> we had two tries to seven, two out of two conversions, played three out of seven for Cronulla. One out of one penalty goals for the Sharks. 78% completion, played 82%. 536-plus running metres and 120-plus post-contact metres for the Sharks. Two line breaks to six, 20 tackle busts to 35, 11 offloads to six, a forced dropout from both teams, 372 tackles played 320. Both teams made nine errors, five penalties conceded to seven, two ruck infringements to three. Nico with 109 supercoach points, Talakai with 103, Katoa with 103, sorry, Talakai was 105, I think. Katoa with 103, and then three other Sharks before you get down to Sean Bloor and probably close to his best game in first grade. Speaking of ruck infringements, just what I mentioned, we did mention last <laughs> week that uh, they would be joining us, but Joey had an emergency in a family yep. uh, and just want to pass on our best to him. Absolutely. Uh, thinking of him and the fam there, hope they get uh, the, best, the best out of their time with each other. So we will reschedule that for down the road. Looking Line him up to, again some t- looking point. Looking forward to that. Yep. But... Uh, Look, I'm going to start with the fact that, fuck me, the Tigers just have no luck sometimes. Like, I'm not even saying it's refereeing or anything else, but, like, game on the line, Wake and Grubbers a ball behind the line, probably nine games out of ten that sits up and mm-hmm. um, to power scores on the... To power scores on... 
The winger scores from the wing. Tupu scores. I was showing which side it was on. Uh, and it just rolls into touch. Mm. Uh, you have the Talao incident. You have, uh, which you can't say was unlucky, uh, but they're momentum killers at key times. And I thought at times, just getting my head out of the way, mm. um, Tigers, as have all year, looked like a decent enough team. And I think yeah, they produced, uh, when they were on top, if they'd had a, had a spine, mm. they really put the pressure on Sharks. And it was concerning at times for me how the Sharks were backpedalling and a lot of that. Mm. I think they got, uh, when the ball was going left to right, they sort of got a little bit stripped. Uh, without a lot of result. Uh, and, and again, key moment would have been 18. If, if Talao's catches that clean, it's 18 all. I think even 18 all. Uh, Will Smith kicks comes out in the full and we had all the momentum. March upfield, Nico scores next, literally next set. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, on the NRL.com highlights, none of this made the highlights. It was all just Sharks. Didn't kick one out. Um, you kick one out, out in the full. No, but they didn't kick one a penalty out. I didn't uh, kick a penalty. Molotalo yeah, classic. Grabbed it and knocked it back yeah, in. Yeah, classic Tigers. Mm. Which it's only your worst enemy, but mm. there's just moments that, that are momentum killers. Um, I thought for 15 minutes they looked like a good football team, they, they, but they've had the same issue all year. And mm. ultimately, we saw for the rest of the year, and they've got no spine right now. And we've seen we saw in this very same round the three other teams with no spine all got beat. Um, South had no spine, got beat, and. Uh, the other team that I've just forgotten. <laughs> Parramatta had no spine to beat. Yes. And, and probably were in a similar situation at times in this game. Um, I just got it off my chest. Uh, I, I just want to say <laughs> quickly, Sean Blawford, best game in first grade. Uh, I, if they haven't got a contract in front of him soon, someone else will have. Probably the Bulldogs. You would think they've, so. They've yeah. got a 50-man His form's definitely picked up since um, he's been told he can look elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> he's been outstanding. Uh, and someone is Tommy Talao, who's a good pickup for Manly next year. Uh, beyond that, uh, I, I, you know, <coughs> I, I like I like what Pole got through because um, I, I think it worked better if Bateman back at the edge, Pole in the middle, yep. where they should have kept them. Uh, Bateman, problem is Bateman now take two weeks, get used to being back on an edge, and <laughs> we'll go through it all again. Uh, and I thought Alex Seifarth looked um, big and strong and dangerous. Game. He's almost yeah. probably second best target on the field apart from Bloor, and um, just looked like he had size about him. Like last, I'd never thought of him as a big. A big back rower, but um, that all being said, Sharks ultimately have more class. Uh, got frantic at times, but their outside their outside backs and their edges were superb in this game, and ultimately the difference here, I thought, uh, Nakura hitting holes as he always does and look making uh, his out he's the making Raymond look brewing outside him, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then Talakai is just a wrecking ball. Taking a lot of interest two, off Ramian. when you got two blokes um, like. It takes a three-man job to stop Talakai, and uh, that was exposed on a number of occasions. Even on a couple of occasions, they couldn't stop him with three blokes. Exactly. But um, if Mulatalo could catch a ball in this game, he would have lost by 60. <laughs> the bloke did set jump for three or four bombs and dropped every single one of them. And it was just to catch the ball and fall over the line yep. job. Because um, <laughs> they went there on so many occasions. I think he made three errors. I reckon he made about five or six. And they were all, <laughs> all contesting that high ball over on... Um, oh, who were they putting it on the head of? There was the um, I think it might have been around Wakeham and stuff. Wakeham, yeah, not a Darford, yeah. yeah, and Capoa was a back row on the wing, yeah. yeah. And that was that was it was obviously a plan. exposed uh, and rightfully so because he's and that uh, at times the times he's been the wing he's been turned around by grubbers as well. Mm. Uh, but the first half was um, super tough, competitive, and the Tigers did have the edge um, uh, towards the back end of that first half. Uh, 
Sharks made one error in the first 25 minutes and were absolutely humming. 12-0, looked like they were going to just con you know, be one of those games where they just have an absolute walkover. They made three errors and uh, a ruck infringement, I'm pretty sure, in the next, uh, the next couple of minutes, which put the Tigers down on the... Um, down on the Sharks line and they cashed in. Love, it was a lovely pass from Will Smith. Beautiful cutout yeah. pass to, to make the space for him to score out wide there. Um, and then, uh, oh, sorry, it was the f it was two uh, two ruck infringements and a penalty to begin with. And then it was three to back-to-back -back drop balls and another penalty to do it again. And then the Tigers went down the other end and Blore just busted through probably uh, one or two pretty soft tackles to begin with, but um, absolutely trampled <laughs> the ball fullback and then scores under the post. And, um, yeah, the Tigers looked like they were they were well and truly up up for the fight. The second half, they just didn't come out. Well, they came out a completely different team. Like they were under pressure from basically the kickoff yeah, in the second they, half. They stuffed up early. They needed to make an impression. They, they wrestled back momentum for about five minutes, and that mm. was it. The Sharks came out, uh, obviously, with a plan to lift the tempo straight away in that second half. And it was a lot of it came from the leg drive and um, the speed around the ruck with McInnes having a fantastic game in this one and causing a lot of problems in the middle of the field. And um, every time, seemed like every time uh, McInnes stuck his nose through the line, Braley went straight after him. And he had another fantastic game out of hooker for the Sharks in this game, uh, creating a lot of opportunities and um, time and space for his, his outside men. Um, I thought he was fantastic. There was a little bit of luck for the Sharks as well, like the the uh, the Falcon for Ramian to score where he tapped it back into his own head and then it just pops over a Tigers defender and yeah. he grabs it again and then, and then um, falls over the line. And then Katoa um, uh, popping it up and it just sits right up there. If, the, if there was the other way around, it would hit someone on the way through. Yeah, absolutely. It was Nico um, a, a Nico double movement. That was there. Yeah, oh, but he was always sliding over the line. Katoa, Katoa didn't score that last try, but they need to check. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got it down, but who knows? Bit of bias here, probably, <laughs> from myself. Um, the thing that was probably most worrying for the Tigers is when, in that 20-metre line, uh, when they were about 20 metres off their own line, they were going backwards in defence. Yeah. Rather than sliding or holding their ground, they were actually backpedalling, which was assisting the Sharks, just giving them more time and space, really, for their outside men <clears throat> who cashed in. Um, Talakai had it. A, a massive game, as you mentioned. Um, Talao was probably the best of the back five for the for the Tigers, who who did struggle um, for large parts of the game. Um, I think you mentioned most of these. I don't think you mentioned Stefano. He had a. I thought he had a quite a good game. Uh, you mentioned Pole and Safarth. Clemmer was pretty good as well. Yeah, got for a mountain of work as you. Bloor was the. Bloor was very good in attack, and Bloor and Bateman were the Tigers' best two players. I thought. Um, I think you're, you're a bit harsh on Bateman. I thought he had a pretty good game, actually. Oh no, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> considering he was he, he was switched position. That was not that wasn't <laughs> a knock on him. It was more like he's not going to come out. Probably going to be better in brilliant. a couple of weeks from um, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. just getting his feet back out there. Yeah. But what's it all mean? Like it's they're on holidays in six weeks. Yeah, Katoa and Ramian look dangerous every time they touch the ball. Uh, cause problems out on that right hand side for, or the left hand side defence for the the Tigers. Wilton and Williams were very good in the middle of the field. Um, Williams had a big impact, I thought, when he came off the bench um, and assisted in the middle with uh, with McInnes, who I thought was quite good. Braley, Talakai and, Talakai and Hines for mine were probably close to the best three players on the field. They were fantastic. They've still got something with Tom Hazelden too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Game. It was a very yeah, good game. And when you, now you've got Rudolph back. Now you've, mm. the, big, the big 
missing piece has been size. Yep. And I think now you've got and I think Ueli's due back in a couple of weeks as well. Uh, so. I, I, I wouldn't be losing Hazleton from his 17. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, he's been fantastic in the last month. And let's, let's face it, it's got to be Graham. Yeah. If you look through that 17 and you're gonna, you want to bring ULE back into this team, for mine it has to be Wade Graham that loses his spot in this 17. But I think they're... And yeah, you've, got, um, you've got the other fellow, Royce Hunt there too. Who is, he, is he injured or is he still? back, yeah, he's yeah. injured as well. So it is a bit of Him and you are injured. But I mean, you'd be happy, you know, you'd tick your box. And yeah, yeah no, definitely the happy. Um, the roll into into the finals, they've, pro- they've got two or three tr- tricky games so over the next You've got, over you've the got next Warriors this weeks. week, which is a cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders, who we have a poor record against. And Panthers. Manly, we have a poor bunnies. record against. So and, and Cowboys. They're going to really know how they're going by the by the semifinals time. I accept, expect them, they're running second at the moment, to slip down, may even miss the top four. But um, they, if they, they win two of those games that we just mentioned, they probably hold on to the top four, which is realistically what they need to do to be a threat at the end of the year. So they'd need to beat someone like the Warriors and then the Bunnies or the Raiders and the Bunnies on the way through, or the Panthers even. But Yeah, you'd love to tick off over a Warriors... You could beat the bunnies, cowboys, or a cowboys. Yeah, great. And even the Raiders is a mate. Just their record against them. You, for whatever feel reason. nervous around twenty six. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Around twenty seven. Uh, if to you had Raiders. to win to get mm. into it, that could be almost a, ironically a fourth place playoff. Could be. Yeah. Uh, with old mate Dan, <laughs> who I'm going to owe hundred bucks to. Anyway, uh, I, I thought well, I had three points Talakai, two mm-hmm. points Nicaragua, one point Ramian. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're going to probably jump up and down about Nico, but bleh. <laughs> well, he had a try and three try assists, so yeah, that's why he continually gets, you know, he's, he's involved in pretty much everything that the Sharks do. It might not be the catalyst for everything that happens, but he, he's the one who gets the stats yeah, put against yeah. his name as three try assists and a try is pretty rough to miss the points, <laughs> I would suggest. But I'm happy with Talakai for three. Um, Nikari, you said? I thought. Um, Brayley or McGuinness were better than Nick. Well, I didn't think of Brayley, and you're right. And he's had a fantastic. So I'd be happy with Brayley for two. And then, yeah, if you want to leave Nico out, we can go with. Um, it doesn't does really matter. Nico, Mc- Nico or Ramian, what do you reckon? I'd, I'd take Nico. All right, give it to Nico. Give Nico there the one. Go. Or McGuinness. I thought McGuinness again was Actually, quite good in this game. All right, give it to Nico, you're right. Who am, I to, who am I to stand in Nico's way? Give him one point. <laughs> So what we what we come up with? Talakai, Brayley, Nico. Yeah. Thirty-six yeah. twenty-six. The Raiders gave the Dragons a sniff for a large part, and probably and they did. Probably deserved to lose this game. Probably could, got could have lucky said that a few to, times. Not, this well, year. it was a classic. Um, do the stats and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Five tries to six. Three out of five conversions for the Dragons. Six out of six for the Raiders. 82% completion played 77%, 306-plus running metres and 66-plus post-contact metres for St. George. Nine line breaks to eight, 44 tackle busts to 34, 10 offloads to seven. A forced dropout from both teams, 335 tackles played 358. Eight errors for the Dragons, 11 for Canberra. Five penalties conceded to six, two ruck infringements to one. Ravalawa with 145 supercoach points. Lomax with 138, Tomoko with 122, and Amone with 111. Yeah, it was that. Just when I was about to level up the scores, Jacob Little makes a break and runs, breaks the line, busts through, and then the Tiger DNA kicked in him and he dropped the ball cold. <laughs> and then the Raiders marched upfield and scored the very next set. 
You just yep. you can't escape it. Uh, but it's in his it was blood a, now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Because he, he had a good game. He's had a, he's had a pretty good season. He's actually. had a very good season, considering yeah. where he was a bit part player at the Tigers yeah. and getting lucky to get 45 minutes a week to yeah. what he's to putting out now for the Dragons. Uh, so that was a particular. Well, it just, uh, just, <laughs> just yep. there it was. Just there was. it was. But um, a good game, footy. Uh, and it as was. you said, the uh, Dragons almost should have won this game. But what do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, you got you got a small dose of the rugby league chaos in this yeah. one with both teams basically just targeting one side of the field. <laughs> um, Ricky deserves a slap for not moving um, Frawley away from Croker. Yeah. <laughs> once that so started happening, it was, was so Frawley easy to see. 5'8 or centre? Yeah, he's playing or was five, he eight. That's what I thought. Push yeah. wide. But in defence, they weren't. No. That's what I was. Yeah, like, and, and in attack, yeah, I get why White was a pair wider and everything else. Mm. But, um, but between Frawley and um, Croker, I think it was 15 missed tackles, all in the same position of the field, which yeah. led to pretty much every point that the Dragons scored. <laughs> Apart from the, I think it was a barge over from Ravalara off to score his, the Dragons' first try. Uh, those two weren't involved in that, but everything else just came straight through that same spot with Lomax jumping over the top of people and Ravalara cutting back in and just blasting through that hole in the in the uh, Raiders' defensive line. But, um, I just thought three different, three or four different things in this game. Start of the game, oh yeah, fucking Tomoko's absolutely killing them. The Raiders are on fire. They'll win by 30 and then it was, oh, Dragons are going, Dragons might be a chance here. They're starting to crawl their way back. Nah, nah, Raiders will win easy. Oh, fuck, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so George might actually get away yeah. with this game. And um, yeah, just the back and forth was Well, Canberra ridiculous. spent a good half hour of the second half just doing nothing. Yeah. Just faffing about, I don't know what they were doing. Um, they were just trying to get to the Fogarty kick, I yeah, think, for a large part of that second half. Yeah. Um, which proved fruitful again for the Raiders. Um, His kicking game is in the top three mm, or in recently. the comp. It, it, yeah, He absolutely. is absolutely on point. Um, he's spiral for the post fantastic. Again, he's got the, the post bombs. kick. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely down. Pat led to more points. In, I think it's led to points, what, four games this season? Yeah. Um, just a fantastic player, Fogarty. Yeah, there were some, some nice highlights on the highlight reel with some of the tries that were scored in this one, but there was some ugly defence as well, especially in the first half for the Dragons. They let in um, <laughs> so many long-range breaks and a couple of tries there that probably shouldn't have been shouldn't have happened. Um, the Fogarty kick to the post and the Frawley cross kick when they got the, they managed to get the ball back and he hit Tomoko out on the edge and they scored off that. They, they were some of the better moments in play. Um, the Ravalawa try where he busted down a sideline and then got the ball back into Billy Burns who cut it straight back across to him to score over in the, in the right corner was another highlight in this game. But, um, yeah, there was some ugly, scrappy stuff as well. Tomoko killed it early doors. Like, he was just running an absolute muck. He, they could not stop him. He yeah. was just breaking tackles for fun in the first sort of 20 minutes of this game, which led to the Raiders having a big part of field position and possession in, early in the game. Um Lomax and Ravalawa, as I mentioned, just absolutely terrorised Crocker and Crocker and actually, apart from injuries, he's had a great season. Yeah, like, yes. two, two or three years ago, he had that potential to be a Sivo-ish mm -hmm. sort of player. And I would, I would argue he's adding more to this team than Sivo's He's doing more than to, what Sivo's doing at the moment. To, to, that. to his team. Yeah, especially this weekend. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and they, that's the way they got back into the game. They, they terrorised that 
really hot-spotted that part of the defensive line. Uh, Little, Laurie, and Jack DeBellin had very good games, I thought. Uh, Burns and Amone were great. Like Burns had a fantastic game off the bench, and Amone, probably that was his best. Uh, he had a game, uh, remember, it was yeah, a game last year, last year in the Bulldogs. Try and a couple of try assists. This yeah. was better. He, was fan- he looked like he was going to score every And he was really um, composed as well. He was yeah. doing a bit of the um, the game management stuff as well, which we haven't really seen out of him yet. So yeah, um, Whether it's a weight off the shoulders or whatever mm. is going on without uh, – or whether he just decided, well, Sloan's not here, Hunt's not here, yeah. I'm a footballer. Someone's got to do it. If, if, if mm. they're – whether he's on or off contract or whatever's happening or with Flanagan coming in, he's he looked like a half. He, he looked did. like someone, if you're a, a club needing a half, you'd Absolutely, be yeah. interested in. So. Mm-hmm. Lomax and Ravalawa with the um, the way they got back into the game and they were St George's best players. Chris Fogarty and um, Hudson Young had good games without being brilliant. I thought Whitehead had one of his stronger games of the year and so did Wolford. thought he was pretty good in this one. Um, Tapane and Tomoko were the two cam- two Canberra's best two players. Well, if they're not the field, they don't win. No. Simple as that. Mm. Uh, Tapane was, this is, Tapane was fantastic in this game. Mm. Um, back to his B. He, he's had a quiet year. Compared to last year, the last three weeks or so, he's really he's been going to quite good. Into this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other bloke you haven't mentioned is Jack DeBellin, who was outstanding. I thought mm. carrying a lot of, uh, getting through a lot of hard work, and he's just the, you know, the one in the middle, the, the yo in the middle. He does two and three bikes the, jobs every yeah, week, every right. week, weekend, um, weekend. And he's well, even stat-wise, it's fantastic. But you notice it yeah. uh, just how much work he gets through because. Their forward pack's terrible. Blake Wall- Blake Laurie looks as big as me these days. What happened there? <laughs> he has got a bit bigger, hasn't he? <laughs> well, maybe he's grow a beard, but he still had a, he still has a crack. He was fine. He was, yeah, yeah, not a knock his performance, good. but yeah. yeah, that was a head scratcher. Um, ultimately, like it, but again, what do you say? You say well, they tried really hard. The Dragons they probably should have won, but they didn't. Mm. And Raiders won. And Raiders keep winning these games. They they winners win, and they keep winning. So. I guess we got to take him seriously at some point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm just they're, trying to they're, think about they're, co- they're causing some problems. I'm not sure how um, how many problems they offer up for teams in the finals just due to well, the, just, their attack seems very um, stunted at I, times. I think my point is I don't give them any hope in the finals, mm. but they keep winning games. So yeah. if they win two finals, well, hey, they're in a grand final. Like it's yeah, if they get their defence right, they're one of the harder teams to break down. But um, They just feel like a team, that, like they, even against these teams, they concede, they concede 26 here, they concede points. Um, they concede the same to the Titans. Mm. They concede the same to the Dogs. They concede, uh, they should have lost to the Tigers. Uh, the problem is I see, them, yeah. I see them struggling to get more than 20 points against the top team. And they just don't feel... Like they could handle that level above intensity. They just and and maybe I'm wrong. Dude, they're running. What are they running? Fucking fourth. They're running fourth. And two points behind the the two teams that are leading the comp. So yeah, it just you'd like to hope if you were the Sharks, for example, playing them in round 27, you'd you'd be able to burn them. Yeah. Because I don't think they've got another gear, but they're getting through it in the gears they've got. So again, absolutely, a couple will come back too. When um, Horsburgh comes back from. Yeah. Origin, and um, I think they're missing one of the younger fellas out in the um, in the back row as well. But yeah, uh, just through. yeah, there is a couple to come, but and um, and their big front row too, Papali. Papali, yeah. So um, Tomoko for mine was man of the match. If he doesn't do what he did early, Canberra no chance in this game. Ravalara with two points, and then I had Lomax for the one. Um, notable mentions in Amone and 
uh, pretty rough not to get some points out of what he put in, and well, same with Tarpanen. But I, I, yeah, the, the the big five were the three you mentioned. Plus, I'd probably be happy to, to swap um, Amone with Lomax to be off. Well, honest, I think but. I think Lomax felt more when they were, when the game was in a line. Lomax was the one chasing it. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yep. Uh, so. We'll Tomoko, Rava, and Lomax. Oh, let's go with that. Forty-six ten. Hello. Hey. We're back. Yes, we are back. I'm going to have to edit this now. It annoys me. <laughs> no end. That's a slap for me. Forty-six ten. The Warriors beat the Eels in the early Saturday game. Barney, boy, what did the stats say? Yeah, we had two tries for the Eels, eight for the Warriors. One out of two conversions played seven out of eight. 69% completion played 73%. 436 plus running metres and 150 plus post contact metres for the Warriors. Three line breaks to 12. 37 tackle bus to 38. Six offloads to eight. A force dropout to two for the Warriors. 339 tackles played 328. 12 errors to wow. 16. That's not that big difference, is it? No, <laughs> no. Most of the stats were pretty close apart from the line breaks, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, um, Warriors ran through some uh, some pretty big holes there at times yeah. for the Eels. Uh, 12 errors to 16 from the Warriors. Five penalties conceded to four. Two ruck infringements to one. One inside the 10 against the Warriors. Barnett with 126 supercoach points. Metcalf with 112. Montoya with 100. Five other Warriors players before you got down to Bailey Simonson on 70 supercoach points. Now... This this Saturday was the advertisement for no more teams because yeah, the pool so. the pool's diluted. It's it, we're they're going to force it through. They're going to force. Happen. We're going to end up with twenty at some point, but uh, maybe not for a while. Just, but they're definitely going to get the next one in the next in, couple. Of in years. the next couple of years, and you know if they're going to do it, it should be in New Zealand. I think that's your best hope of a pool. Apparently, in New Zealand, yeah, rugby's dying off a bit, dying yeah. on the vine there as well. Just ten years behind it, what it is here. Yeah, where it's um. Probably Six twenty years under. behind you, <laughs> but uh, um, they. But you, you can't sustain, and we just talked about it last week. You can't sustain a competition mm. with this uh, because, honestly, both Souths. I, I honestly believe full strength Parramatta is as good a hope of winning a competition as else. Yep. Uh, from a rugby league chaos point of view. Same with South Sydney and what and you saw. And same as a full weekend. strength South Sydney, mm. and we saw what both got served up. That said, so are the Warriors, mm. but. This is should but not, this isn't a sustainable comp. They're not unaf- they're unaffected through origin. So that's right. Yeah. But this this isn't sustainable as having eighteen men. No. Uh, yeah, it's really good to come from New Zealand or from the Pacific Islands. Um, the, with that that sort of strategy that they're looking at there, they, they need to start drawing some more players out of those two pools. I think. Um, obviously, the game continues to grow in Australia, but we're um, heavily saturated in Australia with teams over yeah. here. So. Um, yeah, they're, they're the, probably the two best options for the growth of the game. Um, first 25, 30 minutes looked like it was going to be a strong back and forth game. Both teams were sort of taking shots at each other and uh, the Eels were aiming up in defence early in this game. Uh, it's I don't the first 20 minutes, Peels was a better team. And if mm. they had have had their spine, yeah. they probably lead 18-0, genuinely 18-0 if not more. Quite possibly. But yeah. all of a sudden you're reduced to Tigers and Bulldogs level where you, you can't score. Yep. Uh, and and I think you've got to give that at least that credit to the starting para pack once, once the gates are open. Well, that, that was the thing I was just about to mention, to be honest. Once, Sorry. Um, once that forward rotation kicked in, the Warriors slash Luke Metcalf just absolutely <laughs> took over yeah. and just started burning the Parramatta pack on all over the place, through the middle of the pack, on the edges, 
and um, causing no ends of problems. And once they got in behind the forward pack, it opened up everything out wide for them to um, to score out there as well. So um, Montoya cashed in, had a really strong game for the Warriors. Uh, but Metcalf was brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant with, with some of the touches he had in this game. This was the Metcalf I've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. This is the Metcalf I knew we had at the Sharks, and they yeah. just <laughs> they picked Moylan to play in front of him. Um, he would have been one that really <laughs> should have been hung on to and be injected into this year's team, and who knows. But, um, yeah, it was... It was close until the, the forwards came in. And then that, as soon as that rotation came in, the Warriors forwards really kicked it up a gear. The likes of Arley, Bunty Afoa. Um, Fenua Blake was a little bit quiet in this game, but um, Torhu Harris was punching holes through the middle of the field. It's probably Torhu's best game. He was fantastic, yeah, especially ball in hand. Um, he was he st still got um, – he was playing ball as well. Did some really yeah. nice short passes, which he's, he's really seemed to focus on over the last six weeks trying to promote. His other forwards to run onto the ball. He's um, become that sort of one of his legs is going to fall off. So <laughs> <it's just laughs> I've had enough of running. You take it. I'll even try to put you in a hole. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair call. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Parramatta were just completely off their feet. But by the time the second half hit, they looked gassed. They looked like they would completely run out of energy, and they just could not go anywhere near keeping up with this Warriors team, who were just full of running. Especially the halves, both halves were running, causing problems. And then, as soon as they drew in defenders, the ball got quickly shifted out wide. Walker provided a really good link as well until he he ended up getting injured and taken off the game, oh, off the field. But he's he's added another dimension to their attack this year as well. I th think he's been tremendous for the Warriors. But um, yeah, they just got monstered everywhere on the field uh, for the for most of this match, apart from the first twenty minutes. Um, these. These blokes are now my second favourite team, yeah. to be honest with you. I love the way they're playing football. Uh, if the Sharks forget don't... last week, just forget last week. Yeah. Whatever happened, yeah. it was a bog, who cares? Yeah. Look at what they've done in the last six weeks. They're, they're, they're gapping teams. Yeah. They have to be considered. Well, as I said, I feel like they're going to be the grand final. You team. throw a strike centre into this team and they're a fucking dead set hope of like a they still constant are. threat. Like yeah. they, They're a threat, but you give them a star centre as well. They'd be fucking. They'd be right up there. But if you're as saying, if you're threat. saying, right, to win the comp, you've got to beat Penrith. Mm -hmm. They can bash Penrith. Mm. They've got points. Yep. Uh, their outside backs can match Penrith physically. Maybe not. Uh, maybe not class wise in terms of yeah. a Stephen Crichton or two. He's going to yeah, bust yeah. a couple of them. Yeah. Their fullbacks is good. Uh, over the last six weeks. He has been, yeah. Again, Penrith fans are going to shout at me, but I don't care. Chance has been as good as, <laughs> if not better than Edwards over the last six weeks. Figures have been quite good. Uh, they hook. They got a better hooker. The halves, and they got better forward depth. Yeah. Fucking Mitch Barnett's just come back. He's now a monster. Well, he's a monster yeah. now. As yeah. long as he doesn't deck anyone in the next six weeks. Well, he was a big. In, like we said it before the season started, he was going to be a massive in for this side, and yeah. he's pr proved it now. He, he sat out for ten, twelve weeks or whatever it was in the season, and they they got through it without him, and now he's just added you know that extra uh, extra punch in that in the middle of the field for him. And Jackson yeah. Ford hits holes as well as anyone in the comp and, and got through 200 metres here. Yeah, if the Sharks don't make the grand final and these guys do, I'll be buying a Warriors flag for the day and I'll be a Warriors fan for the grand final. Be, yeah. um, they're, they're going awesome. I uh, love the way they're playing footy. Power as a whole, like pretty much the whole team was average at best. Like, <laughs> um, They just really didn't have a lot going and now it looks like Lane might cop a suspension. Did he get... 
a charge for that trip? I haven't. At no, the back all end fines, of the game? All fine. Just a fine. Okay. You get away with that like one. Like, Hopgood got monsters here. Um, Hopgood was, like, just swept out And he out was the probably sea. their best. But he was just out, <laughs> taken out the sea in the tide. <laughs> he was probably still their best or uh, close enough to it. Borlo had a good first 20. Like Cartwright he, he was decent. Him, but yeah, Cartwright was decent in the middle of the field. Simmonson and Assi look like they're only real attacks. Ironically, uh, attacking I wonder, in a team that looked like this, I thought Assi was great. I thought Assi, uh, he wasn't scared to run. He wasn't scared no. to still try things. Mm-hmm. And again, we're talking shop window halves in a yeah. comp with no halves. Tigers. <laughs> Tigers. Pick up the phone. Why not? Um, but he, yeah, he looked every bit of first grader in this game and was their biggest... Um, Play, he was their best playmaker by a long way, and um, Simmonson took advantage of some really nice holes. He's um, become a really ferocious ball runner recently. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to him, but in the last, what, probably eight weeks or so, he's really starting to hit holes with some pace and some aggression, and it's um, it's starting to come good for him. So well done him. Um, Maddo and Hopgood worked their ass off like they generally do, but um, as you said, they were probably just smothered by, at the end of, the, by the end of it. Um, Barnett was great. Met, Metcalf was brilliant. Um, and go back to Egan and Ford. Well, we just just touch on Metcalf. Like he's big, he's strong, he breaks tackles, mm-hmm. and he's as quick as anyone Fantastic else in the Fantastic support player. Got Supports, a good step on him. Got a, he's got a the big cutout ball. Decent cutout pass. Yeah, uh, a couple yeah. of nice little kicks. Exciting uh, player. Egan and Ford were fantastic. Sean Johnson, Torhu Harris were brilliant as well. Um, but they were just their standouts. So <laughs> you go through their whole team; they were all pretty good. Fanua Blake, Walker, like there was there was plenty of good players out there. Like Montoya, Blake, it, well, he's now reached sort of the paint house territory. Like we're 200 standard, 200 metres is mm-hmm. uh, 193 here, and I I didn't really have him for points, to be honest. Yeah, no, he wasn't busting holes or anything. He was just doing his work <laughs> through the middle of the field. No, I didn't have him for points either. I had easily Metcalf was man of the match. Uh, Barnett with some fantastic uh, two tries and some uh, whole heap of work in the middle of the field, and then um, the tribal leader for one. I had Torhu for two, <laughs> um, and I'm happy to give Barnett one. So, give it to Tohu because we don't give enough to Tohu. Okay, Tohu two and Barnett with two tries. <laughs> we'll give him one. <laughs> it's all right. They're doing it. No, because Tohu deserves two. it for last week. All right. <laughs> for, for, for all those weeks he's had to still argue for <laughs> And we haven't got him a point. Yeah. Uh, then chaos. In, well, this was chaos. Then we got more chaos. 36-32. Mm-hmm. The Bulldogs exclusively tipped by me on the preview show. They did. Uh, who got the full round just quietly? You did. <laughs> uh, Thirty-two over the bunnies. I'm now. I think I'm now twenty-one out of twenty-three. The last three rounds, or whatever it is, nineteen out of twenty-one. Fantastic. Last three rounds. Wow. So look out. I'm back. Back. Shame I did fuck off for the first fifteen <laughs> first rounds in the PCTC dipping cup. Anyway, it was uh, whatever. It was six tries all, and uh, Matt Burton's very nice kicking was the difference. Yeah, 32-36. Six tries apiece, as you mentioned. Four out of six conversions for the rabbits. Five out of six for the dogs, and one out of one penalty attempts for the bulldogs. Seventy-one percent. Completion played 72%. 167-plus running metres for the Bulldogs. Eight line breaks to nine. 35 tackle bust to 40. Eight offloads to 17 for the Bulldogs. Three force dropouts by the Rabbits side. 296 tackles played 328. 12 errors from both teams. Six penalties conceded by Souths. Three by the Bulldogs. Two ruck infringements against Souths. One inside the 10. Played two inside the 10 against the Dogs, a sin bin for the South Sydney team. Wilson with 109 supercoach points. Burton with 105. Blake Taff with 102. Did you know, Barney, and mark Phil Rothfield's words, Right. Jaden Sullivan will be feeding the scrum for so the Bulldogs yeah, I saw that. next year. Mark <laughs> his words. I saw the message you threw out in the group chat. 
So, the good news is Toby Sexton's available as well. brushed after a week. Arcee and Sexton in the house for the Tigers next year will do anything. Could do worse. Could absolutely do worse. Because, hey, a halfback turned up and, hey, there was some football played. Uh, what was this game? Like, oh, it doesn't matter. It like, it's just like a, it just, As you mentioned. It was reserve grade is what it was. Mm. And I mean, it with all due respect, it, this, was, this was New South Wales Cup. Big Tom crashing over. Only get, you only cop 17s or something, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so I had a... Uh, He's I was normally keen 30s on, every year. On, uh, every game. He was 67. <laughs> I was keen on Big Tom first try scorer, and I thought, you know what, I'll put him on first, second or third at 17 instead, and there he was. Oh, he was 67, was he? Yeah. Oh, Busting over. I didn't even think I just... Threw it on, yeah, it'd be right. You might score second, <laughs> and there you go. Because because that's how, that is how my I'm just looking, that is how my life works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, barging over for the first try, and you sort of thought, oh, okay, Souths might just can own this game. Uh, they owned the first five five or six minutes or seven minutes or whatever it was. And the dogs just went like a bang, 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 three in a row. Scored three tries in seven minutes, and it was a completely different game. You had I like Blake Wilson. Yeah. Fast. He is fast. I liked his debut. Very balanced. I liked his debut. With the, with the way he runs the ball. And I liked him here. Doesn't look like he's um you know, like he looks like he cop a hit if you, if mm. someone's coming across trying to put him into touch. Pretty Problem solid. Is he's not big enough to really play centre. No. I think Karaz ends up in the centre if you want to He's got, he's got good footwork and pace. Um yeah, so we'll see how that goes on. I'm sure they'll put a couple of kilos of muscle on him over the next year or two. But um yeah, he looked fantastic uh, with with his finishing in this game. Uh, oh yeah, that was a sin bin that sort of led to those three tries too, because they had um, Milne. That was when Milne went off, wasn't it? And they scored yeah, two they, of those three yeah. tries, and they might have scored all three in that that period. Milne was off the field, and they were absolutely killing South's right hand defence. Like they were aiming <laughs> in particular at that one spot on the right hand side. Um, and then Souths went, okay, we're going to attack the same... Sp- we're going to attack your left-hand side. So <laughs> if you had tickets on the other side of the field, it would have been a pretty rough game because you would have been looking at... Nothing was happening on your side of the field. It was all happening over in the other corner. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most, if not all, the tries came down that corridor for both teams in opposition of um, of each other. Uh, a couple of young players really put their stamp on this game. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Wilson, Taff who's been in and out of um, first grade for South Sydney. Talk was about fan. shop window. Fucking he was the best player in the field yeah, by daylight. Was. And if he's not – if he, I think he's, he came through as a half as well. So yeah, he did come through as a half. I, I don't know if he's kicking game. I, I can't recall a lot of his kicking game in those couple of years ago when he was playing probably small, in the Probably too small to play in the halves, I think. He's probably but he was fantastic. Defence isn't fantastic. But, um, yeah, he had a, a massive game. Munro on the wing for South Sydney had a fantastic game as well. He had a couple of nice finishes there. Um Talis Duncan with his try. He ran away down the middle of the field. He got some pace for a back rower. And um, Kwai Ward for the Bulldogs out in the centres. Gelton came on, only had limited minutes. But he had two had touches. A... He dropped the first and he <laughs> had one of the tries of the season. His second, second touch was brilliant yeah. where he busted through some blokes. Got some big size about him. So um be interesting to see how they end up getting him into this team. Um the middles were pretty even. I thought the dogs were maybe a little bit more consistent in the middle of the field than South Sydney. Um, they really stuck to their task in the middle of the field. And it was the dogs' halves that won this game. Sexton came in, laid a platform, got Burton that touch wider, gave him, got him that bit deeper as well. I'd noticed the, he played a lot deeper off, off at 5-8 um, there. And they set their – they did it on purpose because you saw the centre and the winger adjust to it as well. So 
gives him that extra two steps um, to have a think about what he's doing and get everything in the right position. And it, it paid off uh, really well for the Bulldogs in this one. Uh, Totola and Mamazoulos were good for, for the South Sydney team. Burgess have really were very good. Um, Ilias and Munro added a lot, but Ilias was missing at times and his defence was very patchy as well. Um, he... He was outplayed. He was outplayed. The, yeah. other, the other two halves had a lap on him. Yeah. Mm. And I can't even necessarily blame the Fords because there was enough position and chances yeah, yeah. for them to be in there. They were beaten slightly, but not nothing to well, put them on the back foot. On paper, they're like, Totola got through a, a mountain of work. Um, Tommy spent some, didn't, was he on the field the whole time? Tommy, <laughs> you know, and he played so. 40 minutes and no. he was captain. Um, and he had Talis Duncan. And yeah, they're missing a couple, but they had enough opportunity. I, I, yeah, don't know, don't know how long they hold on to those two, to be honest, Hawkins and Elias. Yeah, Taff was their biggest threat. He had a great game. He was, especially was in that comeback when they were getting back into it, they were looking for him. Like, they, they, there was no other option. It was yeah. get the ball to Taff and see what he can do with it. So, um, and he did a fair bit. I think he did enough good... to be to be saying, even when they're full strength, he probably needs to be in a 17. Yep. Whether it's dummy half, whether it's whatever, whether, it's, whether they have a preseason with him at, at half, I don't know. Like yeah. See what he can produce, but all the trail ends up moving into six, and that's for down the road for South fans. But Avarillo, Caraz, and Kawhi Ward were good out in the outside backs for the no, Dogs Avril too. Avarillo was great um, back mm. at fullback, a bit more time and space, but um, he's going up to Dolphins now have seventeen centres on their roster, so I don't know. Where yeah, he's no, going they're going to have play. a team full of centres, aren't they? I don't, I don't actually know what's happening there with between him and Valance and. You probably Herbie find one or two of them might end up coming back, <laughs> back yeah. down the highway. But, uh, yeah, but. Some, someone's <laughs> going to be spat out the other end. Bromwich played there um, on the weekend, but Preston to Vita Pangai were good, um, <sighs> without being tremendous. If Reed just fucking passed once or twice, would have got a fifteen hundred dollar multi. <laughs> Reed was fucking fantastic though. He was fantastic, <laughs> but he, three or four times he was through the line, and Preston's there just going, <laughs> and he didn't pass. I had him at my multi for the weekend was um, Wilson. Burgess and Preston at 100 to 1. And I, I really didn't. AJ was what cost me. And I had fucking, um, I had Reed to score a try, <laughs> which was but like, Reed could have put bucks. Preston over at and least three times. But at anyway. least three times. Um, yeah, Max King and Reed were very good. Sexton and Topine. But I'm an all human, so I don't inbox them and abuse them. <laughs> I just go, oh, well, fine. It is what it is. Yeah, Sexton and Depine were decent. Um, Burton and Wilson absolutely killed it. Between yeah. the two of them, that were, they were pretty much all the points were <laughs> came in and around those two players for the Bulldogs. Toby Sexton said, what, two games of first grade this year? Mm. And he's all bar man in the match in both. He was sensational for when they beat, when they dragged him home for the Titans. Uh, and I'm not, I, I didn't give him a point, to be honest. <laughs> he was very good. I said all bar. He was uh, very good, but, but he, was he great, didn't get a point for me. And I like the fact late in the game he took the line on a lot. Mm. Uh, he got organised. He was yeah. yelling at people. He was, he was yelling at Reed. Oh, so absolutely. He, yeah. Fucking get me the ball, you dumb shit. I'll sort us out. Uh, I, I love that. I think if you want an organising half, mm. um, that's great. He did I, everything but provide the points. He got I, him into I, the I, positions. I hope, His kicking game was good. I hope the Tigers sign him when uh, Jaden Sullivan goes there next year. But if not... <laughs> um, I, I hope he gets a long and fruitful career at the Bulldogs because uh, I thought he was he was fantastic. I think he's a Bulldogs junior. I think it's, you know, a bit of that in there. Um, but not in that he's not man of the match, he made the difference in 
pushing it made a massive wide difference. In that yeah. and, and we're talking, we are talking a New South Wales Cup game, ultimately. Yeah. But I think if you're, if you're a Royals fan, you should be happy. You really should. Absolutely. Uh, and, he'd, and he's a 80% kicker that wasn't needed here as well. If you ever need him, he's got that up his sleeve as well. Um, I tossed up between Taff and Burton for the three points. I almost um, want to give Taff three. Yeah. I think I'll give Taff three. I think he's the best three. Three. I think Burton needs to get two. They're the only two. And then Wilson probably for the one. Yeah, I'm fine with that's that. That's what he did. He, he didn't just catch the ball and fall over. He had to do a bit of work for his tries and look good doing it. They're, so. they're funny, dog, because you should be excited, but... It's think, a bit hard. Gump, to be. <laughs> uh, 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 but as Gumps said, like it, teams don't just jump ten spots on the ladder no. randomly. And but you look at there's talent there. I don't know where they're going with it. And I know you got to have Kicker come back. Luke Thompson, you, Maybe I don't know where he's going. Back. I don't know if he comes knows. back. Mm. They need another front rower. Um, TBJ was good enough in this game. They need a front rower or a but back rower. Pengai Junior is better as a bench forward. Yeah, been able to do I what he did so. here. What he did yeah. here. You got King. Uh, you find him a, an accomplice up front. You, you, you're in a better spot. You also, you got a set of halves, and you got some exciting outside backs. You should be okay, but you're, you know, you're running fifth, so sixteenth. So, what does it all mean? Uh, all right, and we finished off. Golden point. Uh, and, and as for Souths, you just forget it. But yeah, but Souths, what Souths now have dropped seven in the last eight or something. Yeah, it's not hasn't been. Hasn't been pretty. At least four of the last five. I haven't even looked at the ladder lately. To be mm. honest with you, I just assume everyone's where they should be. Um, but it is starting to come that way, actually. Um, most of the teams are starting to end up where you thought they might have been earlier in the year, except for the Roosters, obviously, with what they've been putting out. But um, yeah, Titans so twenty-one eighth. Um, what's the run homey? They're six dollars second favourites. I'm just gonna have a quick minute. You right there, Bunny? No, go for it. Now Sydney. Talk amongst yourselves. I was just going to start steering the ship, but... You can keep talking, I'll do this. Talk <laughs> no, I was moving thing. on. Yeah, you, you do that. I'm just going to... Yeah. Titans 21, Dolphins 23, three tries to four. Three out of three conversions for the Titans, two out of four for the Dolphins. One out of one penalty attempt for both teams, one out of one field goal attempt for both teams. A missed two-point field goal attempt that was never going to go anywhere near going over the, the way that was hit. Uh, 87% completion played, 86%, 133 plus post contact meters for someone. I'm an idiot and didn't write down who it was. Yay. Uh, eight line breaks to Okay, I'll cut in because I'll, I'll yeah, pull go, up the stats in a sec. So, bunnies have a bye. They're going to have a Brisbane off the bye. Tigers, Sharks, Dragons, Knights, Roosters. So, they've got a flattering draw to come home with, but they're eighth right now. And with the bye, they'll be 24th, they'll be in sixth. So, that. They'd have to do well with Latrell's back to in make the fall. If Latrell's mm. back in round twenty-one, they're probably knocking on the door of the four, to be honest. But made a tough draw there. They miss the eight. They generally miss the eight, but uh, and and they're no good things. But I, I can't see like the bottom four can't all pull the pants down. It's from you. It's all comes back to you, mate. Tip them to win the comp eight weeks ago. <laughs> I'm now with the Waz. Uh, you're on the Waz now. Watch, watch them go. Sorry, <laughs> everyone in New Zealand. Uh, what do you want? Post-contact metres. What was the stat? No, it was just metres. Uh, oh, run metres went to the Dolphins. Oh, you just doing that. Okay, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, because post-contact metres was only 20-something different. Yeah, there's, no, sure. um, yeah, there's no real... Oh, no, it was post-contact metres. 133-plus post-contact okay, metres yeah. for the Dolphins. And then the run metres were pretty close. If it's within 100, I generally don't mention it. Um, Eight-line... 
Eight line breaks to seven. 35 tackle bus played 43. 17 offloads to 13. One force dropout for both teams. 422 tackles made by the Titans. 323 by the Dolphins. Nine errors to eight. Five penalties conceded to six. Two inside the tens for the Titans. One for the Dolphins. Kelly with 105 supercoach points. Randall with 97. And then you had two other players before you got down to Kenny Bromwich from the Dolphins on 84. Even keel. Again, shallow pool. Uh, Dolphins are a, a gassed out team and looked gassed out at times, but mm -hmm. looked like they tried at times and just came up against a team with no forwards. Because one of those games that seemed to swing backwards and forwards every five or ten minutes. Yeah. Like one team had the ascendancy for five or ten minutes and then it would go back the other way. The Titans probably seemed to hold ascendancy a little bit longer than what the Dolphins did at times and were probably the better team at the, by the, the end of the game. The backs were clearly better. Mm. This is uh, Sammy Kelly, they you know, we're at their attacking best. We're, we're obviously oh, they're our two favourite roofing boys when they're not. But all, all five of actually all their whole backline was fantastic here, the Titans, and, and they were clearly better than their opposition. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Dolphins. You take their three kingpin forwards out of this side, and that's the difference. They were brought back to the pack. I, I um, think if you flip this Titans win, this will win as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't the case, and again, the sh the pool and the way we want to. Bastardised our league is, is cost of time. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins just seem to be able to score points at the right times. Like a, a couple of them were fortuitous bounces of the ball um, and different things like that. But um, when they needed points, they just managed to they managed to get them. Um, they traded field goals in the last couple of minutes of the match. Boyd's um, deflected field goal didn't look like it was going to get there, but um, he managed to obviously hit it hard enough that it bounced off someone and, and went over. Um, Cruel way to lose a game uh, with the penalty uh, after a missed field goal attempt. But the bloke was offside, standing directly in front of the ref, and he called him twice, and he just continued to run out and didn't stop. So I loved on social media, I, I Triple really M and Co put up, oh, is this the first time this ever happened? No. And I said, no, no it's not. because it's happened to the Tigers on every other occasion. Twice, I'm, I'm fine with it. I actually applaud I the no referee. I had no problem with the I call. I applaud the referee I had for no doing problem with the it. Call, but the only time it's ever happened is to the West. About time. two minutes earlier, there was a, an opportunity for it. Tigers heavy, and I'm sorry about that. The exact opposite to happen down the other end of the field, which wasn't given. Um, Correct. Question marks around that, but yeah, I applaud him for calling it out. Um, he obviously called the bloke twice who was standing directly in front of him, and he just continued to run. So um, it, that'll be a lesson he'll probably learn, or you would hope he would learn from. <laughs> um, I think it was Randall, uh, yeah. not 100 percent sure, but um, nice to know that Connolly can do the worm or the dolphin or whatever they were called. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a very good worm. <laughs> pretty impressive, it was wasn't a pretty it? Good worm. <laughs> and I didn't even mention we didn't even mention the Canberra. Celebration yeah, of yeah. the we'll and, and the save that because oh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, they just. I thought the Titans were uh, the Dolphins just had more consistent contributors in the middle of the field, uh, while they weren't you know uh, out and out blowing away the middle of the field. They just had more guys doing more work than what the Titans were. There was a couple of guys there that. Went pretty light on, I thought, in the Titans forward pack. Mixed in with a couple of guys that were quite good. But um, Titans seemed to have a lot more on the edges, as you mentioned. Their back five was re really had it over their opposition. The Dolphins seemed to struggle out wide, which has been one of their better positions. Like, they've been quite good out there mm. up until they've started this slide recently. But... Um, yeah, they luckily, had it. luckily, they've got 12 centres arriving. <laughs> they had it all over their opposition. Uh, both sets of halves were good, I thought, in this game. 
without being outstanding. But um, yeah, uh, Young Haas was good for the for the Titans side. Clark, Liu were also quite good. I thought Alec had a really big impact for the the Titans off the bench. So did Randall, and you can chuck Jolliff in there too. They they really uh, added to the to their pack when they did come onto the field. Campbell and Kelly were brilliant. Like <laughs> Jaden Campbell was everything for the Titans in this game. He was providing every line break, all the productive attacking play for him, and he just looked like he was. It was shades of his old man at times in this game. Yeah. He was brilliant. They just couldn't. They couldn't put a shot on him. He was running hard. Like just didn't care how. He doesn't care how small he is. He just runs straight at blokes if he thinks there's half a gap there. Just bolts as fast as he can, which obviously speed equals a bit of power, so it makes it hard for him to get a shot on him. I think I heard today that he had a two and a half average second play the ball, wow. which was like a second faster than anybody else out on the field. Well, Cam so, Murray averages about three point one or something. Yeah, so, so he's yeah. basically getting through the line every yeah. time he touches it, and then getting up and getting quick play the balls off, what, off the back of it. What do you What do you do with him? Do you do, like long term? Does he play halfback? Do you try and pull a the Sharks Preston mm. card because where else do you put him? Six when foreign goes, but and keep AJ. I think AJ one. AJ at fullback. But I'm saying like what I'm saying. Who's going to be better? In or line? AJ ends up. Do you try and give lock? Him a, do you try and but give? He's probably no, not he's big not enough. Lock. He's not a lock. But he could play but in the in the attack. Fullback. He could play. And this, lock. my point is, you try. You, it, it's maybe defend him out bar in. Defend him at centre. Could play in a centre, I suppose. Defend him, him at centre. Attack at thirteen. But I think I think you try and I think you give him a crack at seven, <coughs> and you really yeah. it needs a, it, it would need a coach of balls, mm. and Desi's completely off his head, so <laughs> maybe that's him. Maybe. But maybe you try and play the Presto Sharks card, and mm. say you got your team, go for it, Quite and you got AJ and and get a, give him a year with four, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and that's not fair on Tanner Boyd, who's had a good year. Yeah, he's had a good year. What do you do? And he'd probably end up at six realistically because they'll just go well. You're going to play 14, play 14 for another, another year. You'll be 21 soon and we'll worry about it. Yeah. But I dare say that's the way they'll Because AJ's go. only, what, 25 or something? AJ's got 10 years left. 26, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's, um, <laughs> he was, he was um, fantastic. He was, I, I thought he was the best player on the field, to be honest. Um, he was brilliant. The back five were okay for the Dolphins, but, yeah, they, every forward for him was good, I thought. Um Wallace, Stone, Lemuelu were probably some of the standouts there. You throw in Kenny Bromwich, who was probably their best player on the field. Um, got through a mountain of work, was actually effective out there. You didn't see his grubber come out. No. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. He hasn't, hasn't come out for a little while, actually, which is probably something. You know, here on the end of season trip, they say it's a good trip when, they, when his grubber doesn't come out either. So yeah, there right. You go, okay. Kenny, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I thought Jaden Campbell was man of the match. Three points to him. I gave Kenny Bromwich two. And someone I didn't even mention there, but I had Verrills for one. I thought Verrills was tremendous again in this game for the Titans. I have nothing to add to this, so <laughs> but what, what analysis that is for you, Barney. That is the best in the business. Covering it all off, and we'll be back soon on uh, Footy and Frothies. <laughs> probably feel sorry for Kelly. He probably deserves a mention as well, but... Um, yeah, I thought Brian Kelly was fantastic also. He was. For, uh, and as was um, Philip Sammy. They were both, mm-hmm. um, our kicking boys are both good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't need to add. I think you've, you've fucking nailed that. <laughs> well done. You want a minute? No, no, I'm good.
All right. We can slap salutes and we'll fuck yeah. off out of here. Uh, we've got uh, to talk about some pot plants, though. Mm. I'm going <laughs> to give my pot plant of the week in a week of chaos. Uh, Sean Russell. Right. Had, had yeah. a tough time back there. Yeah, he was uh, all out of position. Pu- pulled f- everywhere by the running and kicking games of the Warriors halves. But actually, you know what? Also, Panasini. Um, for someone who we're a big fan of, he missed a lot. He was in the wrong position a lot and got exposed a little bit. But they're against a good team. What do you think? Let's go with another Parramatta player. Mine was Mike Acevo. Oh, well. For a bloke who's done some tremendous things in this game, he was as quiet as any other player that I saw this weekend. He, he had eight runs for 50 metres. But he might be the like They needed him to stand up and bust tackles and be, you know, the blo- take hit-ups from... But he's, ne- he's never been that. Then someone needs to fucking slap him about and get him to do it because he'd be destructive. I, I just know added, what he can be. Just he add, might be the best one-dimensional player in the game. Just add six hit-ups to his game. Like six hit-ups to his game. And yeah. it'd fucking make a massive difference. Look, look at, what, Like I said, look at, compare his last six weeks to Ra- – compare his season to Ravalo. Look what fucking Brian Toe, who's a third of his size, does fucking yeah, week in, week fair. out. Like, if you, if seriously. you compare his actual output. <laughs> and also look at how many tries he, touch, he walks over untouched. Yeah. He had eight runs for 50 metres, an error, three tackles, and a missed tackle. Yeah. Like, you may as well have... He, he was. He was a pop player and he just sat out in the wing and did fuck yeah, all. Fair. The game. Fair. <laughs> uh, have you got a slap? I do. Uh, it was the Crocker, Crocker-Frawley combination in defence out there for the Raiders. It was appalling. And um, anyone else defends out there, the Dragons probably only scored 10 or 12 points. Sorry, two things I didn't mention. Um, one, the... Sorry, I'm going to slap um, the bunker again because I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the across the board, the the worst one was the one on the the Casey Badger one. I don't want to. Oh, I've just yeah. said a name, and I've just <laughs> forgotten. Uh, and I know who it was, and I can't think now. I do remember you throwing it up. You it was blowing up about it at the time, but uh, fuck if it's stuck in my head. It was oh, Cam Pereira. Um, when they called it a push in the back, and the bloke just didn't even come near to push him in the back. Yeah, it, uh, yeah like at worst it, it was a bump a, as he went past. But that's him. two weeks yeah. in a row the Titans have actually got rooted on that. So, um, so that that made me angry. But there was a few again along, and again, four years in now. Sorry, you're getting it again. Salute who I'm going to salute. I'm going to salute Toby Sexton, going to a club and dragging him through a game and making everyone look better. And I think that's a nice thing. So well done, Toby. I hope he has a long and fruitful career and um, the Bulldogs win some matches. Try July. I will. Leave, leave out the, the sponsors and whatever, but the whole concept's brilliant. The money that's coming into a very worthy cause and uh, the two of the two, two uh, NRL guys who are doing it tough at the moment and just some of the celebrations that we've seen. You saw the Wilson with the lawn, kick the ball along with the lawnmower, <laughs> Connolly with his worm, and then obviously uh, White and... White and letting the ball go through to the keeper and walking out of his crease <laughs> to get run out. No, it was white. the best thing about that was the, was the pom batting. Yeah, it was the fact head. it was and in Yorkshire. Yeah, they went and found a pom to bat. That, I thought that was outstanding. So yes, I can see Piers blowing up about it. Yeah, oh, fucking he can get idiot. slapped as well. Jesus actually. Christ, slap him twice as hard. <laughs> nah, fuck him. That's been Footy and Frothies. Check out rugbyleaguemerch.com. Buy Ooh. some of those sexy hats, uh, Steins. Shirts, jerseys, all sorts of Schooner good stuff glasses, there. Glasses, things. Anything. Yeah, bottle openers. Plenty so, uh, stuff. Leave us some feedback on YouTube and let us know what we've got right and wrong tonight. Uh, and stick around because we're going to talk about Origin 3 very soon. 
We well three shows this week because we'll be back Thursday night to preview round, round twenty. 20. Uh, take care, guys, and we'll talk soon. Bye. You just